This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Both of Alabama's U.S. senators are opposed to a ruling coming from the Department of Energy. Senators Tommy Tuberville and Katie Britt signed on to a resolution within Congress that objects to the efficiency standards that are being issued by the DOE on gas furnaces. The new rule requires 95% of fuel turned into heat, and it also bans all non-condensing furnace models. Senator Tuberville says this will cause homeowners to spend thousands of dollars in order to renovate their heating systems. He's in favor of pursuing nuclear energy as another form of cleaner energy while still continuing to offer all the current energy options. If this joint resolution is passed by Congress, it will prevent the DOE rule on furnaces from going into effect. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall is supporting the states of Tennessee and Kentucky as they seek to enforce a law that prohibits transgender surgeries and hormone therapy for minors. The plaintiffs that sued the two states are appealing to the U.S. Supreme Court even after the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that the laws can be implemented. A.G. Marshall has filed amicus briefs in both cases going to the Supreme Court. He shared what he called the dishonest information that's being put out by advocacy groups who are seeking to push more transgender surgeries on youth. Marshall says groups like World Professional Association for Transgender Health is not a model of unbiased or disinterested science and that the group has actively suppressed and silenced dissenting voices that are coming from the medical community regarding the transgender issue. The Alabama Supreme Court will be conducting oral arguments on the campus of Auburn University next month. The live arguments involve a medical malpractice case, along with arguments against the Alabama COVID-19 Immunity Act and the governor's emergency declarations. The cases will be conducted at the Goge Performing Arts Center on March 14th. Those in the audience will be students, staff, faculty, as well as residents from the community. The Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression, known as FIRE, has released a report on the free speech environment on college campuses. FIRE gave a green light to Auburn University for not imperiling free expression with oppressive policies. Other colleges here in Alabama did not do so well. They got red or yellow light ratings. Some of the colleges that got a yellow rating include Alabama State University, Jacksonville State University, the University of Alabama, and the University of Montevallo, to name just a few. Two states that were rated red for restricting free speech were Alabama A&M and Troy University. Laura Betts is with FIRE and she spoke on Newsmax about what these red light policies look like. So 98 schools earned that worst red light rating across the country for clear and substantial restrictions on speech. Uh, So most of the schools in that category just have one or two clearly restrictive policies earning that rating. But Alabama A&M has four policies with that rating. Um, Its IT policy bans sending annoying or offensive messages. Um, So that could be applied against just about anything. (laughs) Um, You know, when you think, oh, if you express a viewpoint, that the administration doesn't like, your speech is on the chopping block. Um, And then other schools with three red light policies are Loyola Marymount University, Troy University, and Lafayette College in Pennsylvania. Well, you won't want to miss the 1890 News podcast with host Brian Dawson as he talks to the man who flew to the Iowa State Capitol building with the sole intention of tearing down the satanic Baphomet statue that had been placed there during the Christmas season when nativity sets are on display celebrating the birth of Jesus. 
Michael Cassidy is living in Mississippi right now, and he felt compelled to take action when he heard about this display. There were a couple other people in the rotunda, but that's like, I don't know, 50, 100 feet away, something like that. And uh, I saw it uh, in person, still there. Uh, and, you know, it just it, at that point, it, it just um, it was apparent how you know evil it was to be in yeah. a state capital uh where you know their families walking around there's uh it's and it's the center of the government of the state of iowa yeah. and so uh I, you know i i thought about it prayed about it and then i i took it down so thought about it prayed about it took it down so what it looked like in my head because i've seen no video footage is that you pulled out a huge sword and you beheaded it and then stabbed it in the heart. Is that how it went? Uh, the I saw a bunch of the memes and whatnot after, and <laughs> it, it looked a lot, you know, cooler than <laughs> than what actually uh, happened. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't bring a sword with me. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I just, you know, I, the the head of the thing, I, I pulled it off, uh, tore it up a bit, um, pushed the the statue over, um, and then, you know. Believe it or not, I, some of the some of the bits of the satanic altar, um, they'd fallen out of the. They had this little rectangle of mm-hmm. like a loud space, I guess, that you can be satanist inside this space. Yeah. Uh, that you know, candles and whatnot. It uh, it went outside of that little rectangle. So I actually went and you know picked that stuff up, put it back inside uh, the rectangle uh, to make sure you know people wouldn't trip on it or anything, uh, yeah. and then. I just went back to the security checkpoint and, you know, I was, I didn't know whether, you know, there'd be alarms going off and, you know, cops coming out of the rafters or anything, but no, nobody, nope, nobody responded. Nobody really saw it other than the, the man who was right there. And so I went to the security checkpoint and, and turned myself in. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news. The senators who have been working in back rooms on the border security package have now released the details. They did so on Sunday night, and Twitter was absolutely aflame with Republican congressional members who are opposed to it. The $118 billion, that's with a B, $118 billion spending package would send most of the U.S. taxpayer money overseas, not to the U.S. border. Here is a summary breakdown of how the $118 billion would be allocated. $60 billion goes straight to Ukraine for their warfare effort against Russia. $18 billion goes to Israel as they deal with a Gaza and Hamas conflict. So now we're at $78 billion. $10 billion goes to civilian and humanitarian relief in the West Bank of the Middle East and some parts of Ukraine. Now we're at $88 billion. $4 $4 billion goes to some Indo-Pacific area to help certain groups resist communist China. $2 billion goes to displaced Ukrainians. And $20 billion goes to the current operational needs at the border. This $20 billion for the operational needs at the border would continue current policies in place and allow for 5,000 illegal aliens to cross over the border each day unhindered, unresisted, bringing the total to $1.8 million in year before any emergency will be declared in order to slow those numbers down. U.S. Senator Mike Lee of Utah tweeted out after he saw these numbers saying that the U.S. Marine Corps budget alone for 2023 is $53 billion, 
So Ukraine would be receiving $60 billion at minimum, which is more than what the USMC uses. Texas Senator Ted Cruz called the bill outrageous. Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn says she will never vote to make illegal immigration legal. Over in the House, Congressman Byron Donalds of Florida says it's an awful monstrosity that must be voted down in the Senate before it even comes to the House. And Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia said it's dead on arrival should it ever make it to the U.S. House. Over in the Middle East, U.S. military forces, along with Great Britain, attacked 36 targets involving militant forces who are aligned with the country of Iran and are being funded by Iran to execute attacks against Israel as well as the U.S. The U.S. military targets included areas in Iraq, Syria, and Yemen. All of the attacks are in retaliation for the drone attack that occurred last week at a U.S. base in Jordan, killing three service members, all from Georgia. Down in Eagle Pass, Texas, Governor Greg Abbott conducted a briefing with 13 other governors regarding Operation Lone Star, which is essentially the state of Texas taking border security into their own hands since the federal agencies are being ordered by the Biden administration to not enforce immigration law, but to assist those who are crossing the border illegally. The 13 governors attended the meeting in Eagle Pass, where the clash between state and federal authorities came to a head at Shelby Park. Fox News journalist Bill Malugin is now reporting that Texas is seeing a dramatic drop in border crossings now that the Texas National Guard and other Texas law enforcement agencies are at the scene. The drop in the Del Rio sector has gone from 3,000 to 4,000 illegal crossings a day to around 200. Those seeking to enter the U.S. from Mexico have decided to migrate to other more lax states like Arizona, New Mexico, and California. And speaking of California, it is experiencing an unusual rain event in Santa Barbara and Ventura counties. The storm is being called a bomb cyclone, and some residents are being told to evacuate their homes as concerns of flooding and mudslides are growing. Forecasters say that as much as 8 trillion gallons of water will be dumped into that state in the next 24 hours. 8,000 members of the public safety state agency have been activated in response to that severe weather. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying the daily detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of the daily detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 